This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You can tell our friends And they can have my things when we're dead Do you know that straight men can have sex with men And not be gay? <laughs> they can <laughs> My first few videos It is a big day for Danny Polschuk oh, On the boys fuck cast yeah <laughs> Do you know that straight men can have sex with men yes! And not be gay? Uh, yes. They can. My oh, first yes. few videos were about straight men having gay sex. And I'm getting activity again in comments that people don't understand that straight men can be attracted to the sex act, Duh. but not to the man. Straight men having sex with men doesn't cancel somebody's heterosexuality any more than a straight woman having sex with a woman. Dan- <laughs> Danny is all ears I right mean, now. honestly, when he said that straight woman with a woman thing, I go, you make a good point. <laughs> I don't know. Perked up. I, I he mean, does not make a good point. I mean, we all know a lot of fucking women who aren't gay who have had sex with women. So. They, okay, here's, here's the difference, though. If you're a guy, mm-hmm. what he's saying is... <laughs> <laughs> Explain it to me. Drop some uh, knowledge on me here, Ryan. I don't, you know what? I'm going to leave it because I don't want to wreck yeah, your yeah. world right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop some knowledge. You're having a good day. It's having a want, good day. I just, I, found, wanna, I just found out I'm straight. <laughs> I don't want to make you feel like you won the lottery and then take it away from you that easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like on the on the driving to go ch- cash in and it flies out the window. Go, ah! <laughs> that's that's what happens. And I don't want, I didn't want to take that away from you. Your eyes are lighting up. Like the fucking... I mean, I'm straight now. Uh, you, two molten lavas. The I, type of thing that you wake up and the S&P 500's up 6%. <laughs> the only thing that could make you that happy. You find out that the... I've never the, been straighter. The Federal Reserve is propping up the stock market again. It's the only <laughs> thing that can put that kind of light in your eyes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Danny's got to call his parents. Uncome out of the closet. I go, um, <laughs> back in or out or... I don't know exactly. Hey, Grandma. Who is that? Good news. Uh, oh, he doesn't know. He's acting like he doesn't know. Who? Who, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is that? Wait, who is that guy? That guy? It? I mean, it could be anyone. It could be anyone. Never heard of that guy. I've never seen his literature. It's not a type of guy it's you've funny. been following. Did he put the music on that? That's weird. Danny uh, Polishuk likes this <laughs> this TikTok video. This guy's on TikTok, oh. and his whole thing is like, dude, I'm not freaking gay, okay? Not, yeah, just because I have sex. I like this, because uh, he he put the soundtrack of like the more you know, kind of. It's like, <laughs> yeah. da na na It's funny. Having sex with men isn't gay. <laughs> <Ba-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na>. <laughs> just because there's a dick down your throat. You are still a straight. You are. You're, people call you the arrow. <laughs> You're straight as shit. See you at church on Sunday. <laughs> well, to me, I go, the, if anything, I would say it's the reverse because the sex part, the part that makes you gay, whereas 
the other part where if you're like, hey, I just like live with this guy, we're essentially in a relationship, but we never have sex. That's called a buddy. Yeah, yeah it's called a roommate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? You go, oh, me and my roommate, it's just the two of us, nonstop chilling. We do everything a relationship would do except for no sex stuff. We don't cuddle. You know, yeah, we'll it's have the, separate rooms. It's the only part that makes you gay. <laughs> it's true. If I was you, right, you remember how we were talking about how like girls are in college and they have no idea what their sexual like identity is. They're like, I have no. They're clue. blank. Girls are blank slates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but you think there's any guy who just like gets a roommate for the first time and he's like, "Am I gay?" <laughs> like just in residence, yeah. you know, his first roommate, and he goes. Huh, I'm living with a man that's not related to me. Am I gay? Am I gay? I, this is a pretty gay thing. I'm living with another yeah. man. I have basically a live-in gay partner. Yeah, it's like, I mean, in, when I was in res, like, I, did you have a roommate or did you have one of the singles? I had a single, like see, a man. I, see, I had a roommate, well, like a gay man. man. <laughs> I'm just here with my uh, partner. <laughs> I love uh, my uh, our, our body. He's got like a work partner and all only referring to him as partner. Uh, right. You know, like, oh, uh, Jesse will be there. His partner will be in attendance. <laughs> <laughs> his, business partner. his business partner. So I have an update, by the way, on, on the comedy story. So last week, as everyone uh, knows, I, there was a huge fucking fight of the pair, right? Mm-hmm. Guy got the, you know, shit tuned out of him. Yep. In a not gay way. But just like funny. in the way that your roommate might. Yeah. yeah. I was laughing. It was making me laugh because I just realized how fucking stupid I am. Because every time you ever get something stolen, like how many times have you had like a phone stolen or something and you're so, oh, call the cops. And you're like, for what? You know Uh what I mean? Yeah, of course. So the cop can come. and Dude, I've had people come and break into the house and the cops there just like, you go, are you even writing anything down? He goes, listen, we're not going to do anything. Yeah, he goes, what are you going to do? fucking murder rate in the city is sky high. They do nothing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially now when everyone hates them. They show up and they, the guy re- pretends to write stuff. So, But in my opinion at the time, I was like, oh, um, I don't want to rat on the guy. That's what I was saying last, last show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ain't yeah, no snitch. Right. And at the time, we were all saying we're not snitches. Because basically, host of the show, beat the guy up, bloody pulp, cops everywhere, and they were trying to interview people, and everyone was like, don't, you know, no one says nothing. And we all thought we were mobsters at the time. We're very like, yeah, that's what it is. You know what I mean? We go down with the shit. Bronx Tale. Everybody's (laughs) like, I ain't seen nothing. We basically were all saying that. I ain't seen shit, man. You don't know what it is. (laughs) It's like, why are you talking like that? So anyways, and I kind of left being like, oh, and then the next day, the guy who runs the show, I I went back there the other day, and the fucking, uh, the host, or the, the, the guy who runs the show you know he told me he was like uh yeah the detective came back the next day and he was like hey listen i'm a detective but also it doesn't take a detective to know the guy said it was the host of the show and the host is on the flyer so uh, he goes, <laughs> you could give me the guy's number we could fucking oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> the good detective put it together in two seconds. Yeah, yeah. That's what he goes, uh, you know, I am a detective, but uh yeah. I can anybody can figure this one out. Yeah, yeah. And I did didn't you I guess I sort of thought of that, but for some reason I was just like I thought the cop would kind of be like, hey, listen, it's a cold case file. <laughs> well, I guess everybody was like, I ain't snitching. And they were hoping that the guy who got assaulted was also like, look, I ain't no snitch. And you're like, so why are we here then? I don't get it. <laughs> it was literally the guy, the guy who got fucking punched was like, it was the host. If you look around, there's flyers everywhere. I know. I know. That's funny. I guess everybody's just expecting the, the 
the guy who got assaulted to be like have a code as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, he didn't have a code. And that guy going to jail. The guy's pressing charges. Oh fuck. So that's that's know. a bummer. What was it? <laughs> yeah. Were you saying something about a theft? I thought you said something. That not was... there. Oh, oh, not there. Oh, okay. But I was saying it's just the same thing. Oh, okay. It's the same thing. You go. You don't expect. Cops oh, I thought that you were going to say anything. there was a theft. Well, you know what I remember. I... So I remember yeah. at, at, at Imperial, um, I used to host a show in Toronto, and then there was. Uh, Andrew Packer, you know, Andrew yeah. Packer. Anyway, so he fucking was like doing a set and he put his, remember at the back of the room, it was like there was nobody there that night, three people. He put his phone to record a set. It was like a brand new iPhone. And then he got off stage and his phone was gone. Come on. Right? And so he was like, what happened? But that was, it was super sketchy area. Like if you know, it's Young and Dundas Square. It's like the equivalent of Times Square. It's really sketchy, kind of a lot of seedy people. So he's like, my fucking phone's gone. He was really upset. And then he got someone to do like the find his iPhone. And so he tracked it down exact because it was like when it was <laughs> oh, good. It's in my ass. No, no, listen to because he's like, he's like, I track it down. And so he goes to this like shady apartment building. You know, the ones like near Young and Dundas Square because he found it. And then he got there and he like found the apartment and everything and like knocked on the door. And then like the guy opens it. He's like, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, you have my phone. The guy's like, no, I don't. And Packer's like, yeah, I guess I'm not about to fucking I guess you fight know. this guy. Like, what am I going to do? And then he's like, <laughs> but he's like, he got to the point where he's like, I'm going to go track this guy down, tracks him down. And he goes, yeah, I guess I'm out of a phone. Like, he was expecting really? the guy to I be know. like, oh, you, yeah, you got me. Here you go. Even if you call the cops, well they go, what can they do? They can't search the guy's house. If they go to the guy's house and they yeah. go, I remember uh, when the I was a kid, I got is... a bike stolen, and that's yeah. happened. I go, this is my bike, and then uh, fucking the guy had it, and it was like some fucking guy that stole everyone's bikes, like an older fucking kid. I'm 12 at the time yeah. or whatever. Call the cops, and the cops just go, and the guy goes, nah, this is my bike, and the cop goes, it's his bike now. Yeah, possession is nine-tenths of the law. Yeah, so you anyways, know? nothing you can do, but no. the other- Other is- than brick your- the Apple made it, you know, <laughs> you can just brick your phone. That's They gave you that little it's feature. the only option. Where they go, you know what? Nobody gets this phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only new option is go, nobody gets this. I was also at Beauty Bar. So Josh uh, Carter, who's in, uh, he was in the, a couple of sketches, uh, the fucking, the basketball, basketball, one. One. Yeah, yeah. black dude. And he goes, um, I did a show and you only, this is the kind of stuff that when people say, oh, Brooklyn or whatever, and you, you hear about New York and it sounds like a joke, but I went to this show and I got on stage and there's, you know, 20 people in the audience or whatever. And there's three Brooklyn-y ladies in the front. And I, st- I go, what it was, was mostly girls. Like? Oh, amazing hair. <laughs> um, Bullcats? They're, you know, very, you know, very cliche bro- Brooklyn-y ladies, tens, very fashion-y <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I started the show and I was like, oh, okay, it's mostly ladies here. And the girl literally fucking stands up and she goes, ladies? No. I'm not kidding. And you go, females? She goes, <laughs> females? <laughs> what? She literally did the joke where she goes, you're assuming that we're all women. No. That's what she was mad about. So she goes, you're just assuming that we're all women here? And then I go, I go and then I literally did the thing where I go, Okay, so I'm going to do a poll uh, here. You're right. I, I shouldn't have uh, uh, got, it, got it wrong or whatever. That was on me. I go, so uh, put, your, uh, put your hand up if, uh, if you're a man sitting on that couch. And then no one put their hand up. I go, oh, phew. Fie. It looks like I nailed it then, didn't I? <laughs> I go, I go got, and I kind of popped. I go, you got it right. That, you're, you are such a, you are so right because I took a shot in the dark there. <laughs> I'm over there like, we're not men or ladies. No, they were, they were like, we are. But you should, you don't fucking know that. That's insane. Is that so we got a bunch nuts? of white people here tonight. They go, what? Yeah. White people? You go, you're not white? You go, I am, but. You, you go, am I in a fucking 
my comedy sketch right now? <laughs> Am I in one of my sketches right now? It's it's real. Oh, That's that amazing. I couldn't believe it. The best it. part is they were probably like angry about that like all night. Like they left and were probably like, Can you fucking they believe were they were pissed that off. guy? I did good too. They were <laughs> and it wasn't it they uh, and I don't say they in the way that they want me to say they. It wasn't the three of them. It was the one. The other two, and after we got to the bottom of what was going on, the two of them, they all went to college together. Yeah. Now it's four years later. The other girl's like, I'm fucking married. I work at a bank. You right, know what I mean? Yeah, she yeah. got together with her old college friend to go to a comedy show. And I'm first comic. She could, She's 15 minutes into the comedy show. The girl goes, you think we're women? <laughs> the girl's like, okay, we, I don't do this whole thing anymore. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was a phase four years ago. I dyed my hair brown again. I have a kid. Yeah, my activism days are over. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's so funny. I had one, one more kind of the other Amazing way. heckle, though. Yeah. The, uh, the, the I, I won't say uh, where it was. <laughs> but there's an edgy comic. But I, th but it's always funny when the, the when the super edgy comic the other way is kind of like new, so it's not it's not doing very good, right? Mm -hmm. But the funny part was uh, he goes he's like you know doing the thing he goes I'll fucking piss on a Mexican corpse and you know stick my dick through the uh, skull anyway I walked in when this is happening right mm -hmm. he's like bombing and he's very like oh <laughs> it's a pussy audience it's oh he can't right. handle right. it so he's doing all that stuff and then it kind of pauses for a second he goes. All right, so let's get the show started. Who's ready for the first comic? He's hosting. Oh, no. <laughs> the edgy host? Well, he goes, all right, so you guys ready for some comedy tonight? Don't forget to tip your server. America has the He's weird- hosting. Yeah, America has the weird thing, though, with comedy where they, they're like, you just put the worst comic on as the host. I guess. They go, we're like, I don't know what it is here, but like here, just like the hierarchy's different, where it's like the host is just the worst comic to get out of the way. But then you're like- yeah, and then that happens where the guy goes, oh, so I'm fucking this Mexican corpse. <laughs> Anyways, who wants some comedy? It's so funny when you're supposed to be the host, the guy that's like, all right, you know, you're essentially a cheerleader, right? Yeah. So <laughs> you're it was just, I, I was like, oh, shit, this show's not going good. And then he just pauses for a second. He goes, all right, so I'm going to be bringing eight comics up tonight. That <laughs> <laughs> was I don't know. I was sitting at the back of the room being like, hell that's yeah. Solid. Fuck yeah, that's bro. That's solid. Sometimes um, you get these little gifts from comedy. Oh, yeah. I was fucking loving it. So, big news. The Met Gala happened. Oh, I loved it. And this is very much solidifying the fact that fashion is for girls. Yeah. There is... It, no. We, there's also no. guys who could dress as girls. <laughs> yes. I, this was giving me... <laughs> when I was watching... So, every, you know, there was a lot of the social justice posts. So, everyone was getting mad at AOC and all this stuff. But I was... I was more just getting flashbacks to dating a fashion stylist for two years and having to see this stuff where it's like, look, this is fashion at the top of its game. And it's like a girl in a burlap sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I mean, all the guys, everybody who was like, oh, here are the best dressed guys. And they're just like, guy in a dress. Yeah, that's the guy in a dress. Guy in a dress. Well, we'll go through our top picks. Yeah. Me and Dave. I think it's very important. But it was, it, fashion reminds me of, you know, you know when you go to see a fucking band, and or not to see one, but even you, you, I'm sure you've seen videos or whatever, and the the noise band where it's a guy rolling on the ground, hitting some spoons together, and other guys playing like a cheese grater, and it sounds like nothing, right? Yeah. 
And then you hear, and then uh, everyone goes, they're so brilliant. Of course. That's what the fashion is where you, you know, you see a guy come in and he's got like a, a strainer on his head and they go, who, who designed this? He is, he's a living legend. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of, I went to this uh, jazz show and it was the three people were all playing and what's basically is the type of jazz where everyone's essentially playing in a different, it could be playing in a different room, might as well, because they're all playing such different things. But the funny part is they're all like classic songs. So they go, you know, and this one we're playing, this is a huge hit. It was one of the biggest hits of its time, a standard. And then it's... When the drummer's like, ping pong, ping dong, ping. And you go, this was a hit? This was the biggest hit. In, well, probably a big jazz hit. Are they songs that like are redone and you're like, is it like, you know... What a wonderful life. And you go, I think that's no, that. But it's like, <laughs> that's what you mean. You play that, you go, I see this why I hit. But they go, this was, the, you know, on the top 40 for 50 years straight. Pew, pew, doo, doo. <laughs> ding, ding, boom. <laughs> Bing, boom. And the drummer's just hitting some stuff like, Oh my god. 40 years on the top of the charts. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. Poppy. That's funny. <laughs> I actually just a funny quick funny story. I went to uh tennis. The US Open was on the weekend. Girls tennis. I saw you. No, I went to the men's. I went to the men's finals. I went to the girls too. Okay. Um <laughs> they they were all good. If you went to the finals, if you went to the women's is because you're gay. If you went to the men's is because you're gay. Because you're gay. Uh but there was this one guy sitting behind us. I just couldn't because you know how like tennis is all the players they go, they yell when they hit the ball, they go, ah, yeah, they yeah, hit it. Yeah, there yeah. was a guy behind me, he was like a diehard like tennis dude. It's so weird too, because people <laughs> first off, people heckle there and then people shush them like the crowd shushes the rest like of a the golf crowd. crowd but the golf crowd doesn't shush it it's like the people who work there will be like shh quiet please okay. whereas in tennis it's literally like people are like go and then so everybody in the crowd's like shh <laughs> in unison they go yeah <laughs> no no they all shush everybody but there was a guy behind me and every time the ball guy right behind it was fucking obnoxious as shit every time he'd go, he'd go like that he'd go <laughs> Like he couldn't like he, it was like painful for him to watch it. So they hit the ball. He go, you didn't like, get action. <laughs> I don't know, but he was like, or he was the biggest tennis fan in the world where this was painful for him because he was like, he was like every shot. Yeah, he gets hit. He goes. <laughs> he was into it. Like, and me and my buddy were looking. We're like, what the fuck? And he just goes, Did you shush him. No, you didn't have the. We should have. We should have shushed him. <laughs> And there was two ladies knitting beside us. Stop it! I swear to God, there no, two, there wasn't. two. I swear to God, two grandmas at the U.S. <laughs> Open men's Don't final. Fuck off! So there are two wacky people beside us. They're just knitting, eating candies like that, like a classic grandma shit, just eating a bag of what candies. The and they're like they're barely watching. These tickets were like not cheap. Okay, they were like <laughs> how much four, is a ticket? Four hundred bucks a ticket, a piece, a piece for the U.S. Open finals. And these grandmas are fucking <laughs> knitting. And then the guy behind me is just like. <laughs> It's a Every scene. shot. I was like, oh, that's so weird. <laughs> tennis <laughs> fans. Tennis fans. They're a fucking weird bunch. That's fucked. <laughs> Couldn't get well, over them, though. I want to start by saying the Met Gala, me personally, as a fashionista, I would say, topping the charts, we come through Kanye West and his uh, girlfriend, some no-namer, wearing <laughs> full black. Now, this is just a quirky guy letting people know that he's the quirkiest of the bunch. He's a quirky man, not afraid to show you his quirks, not afraid to... He's saying, I'm here, I'm quirky, and I don't care who knows. Mm -hmm. I liked... Uh, what would you wear? 
I would. I know exactly what I would wear. I would wear a uh, shirt, you know, because I don't know if you saw, uh, what's her name? The Rapino. She said. Megan Rapino, yeah. She said, in Gay We Trust. Mm-hmm. So what I would wear is I'd come with a shirt that said, I'm with queer, and an arrow <laughs> pointing <laughs> beside me. And then people would say, Are you calling them queer? And I said, Yes, and that's a compliment. And I'm not just with that queer. I stand with all queers. I that's uh pretty brave. Yes. So I, I would wear um this is what I would wear. I would wear a uh, white Hanes t-shirt yes. with pizza stains on it, <laughs> and uh, to, to send to send the message to people that I am a pedophile. Yeah, and and <laughs> I have kids in my basement. Um, and I would wear that, and then I would also wear uh, circa like 1999 pair of oversized and one basketball shorts. <laughs> yes, that would be my fit. If you did wear that, the people would come out and they go. What an outfit, folks. This is a <laughs> throwback. You can see the designer did not want to... He wanted to say, you know what? I don't care that we're in this era. I'm going to throw back to that era. And if you notice, the socks are not matching. This is a st- anything they do is a statement. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. It's because the statement, people would be like, what's, what's he trying to say with the and one oversized basketball shorts? Yeah. What, we, like, what, what, sta- what are you saying about the patriarchy? <laughs> With those and one basketball <laughs> shorts, ASAP Rocky just wore a blanket. Yeah, so showed up with his blanket. Possibly that was honestly, by I think that was, women. I think that yeah, I was gonna say that looked <laughs> similar to what they were knitting. Maybe that's what they were doing. Is like, oh, we gotta get this fucking thing done, but we also want to watch yeah. this tennis. But I got ta- I got tagged probably. You know, it, it also is shows you that activism's for girls too. Where you go, like all this activist shit is for girls the same way that uh, that, that fashions for girls. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're so hand in hand. Yeah. But I got tagged probably a thousand times. Uh, the Cara Delavingers or whatever, Cavril uh, Devine, Cavril Levine. <laughs> what? She wore a Peg the Patriarchy shirt. Oh, the Peg the Patriarchy was the best one. That was the Peg the Patriarchy was. I was watching and I was just thinking, <laughs> this, you, I, I would not want to be the patriarchy right now. <laughs> this patriarchy is taking it up the ass, jail style with no lube. <laughs> you know. Well, your dad right now, who represents the patriarchy, has a it, dildo shoved down his throat. Does the patriarchy even exist anymore after that, <laughs> this past weekend? I don't know. <laughs> like she you think that took care of it. Yeah, I know. think the rich people are poor, <laughs> and the patriarchy doesn't exist. It's been pegged. Now, <laughs> this is a black dildo that the patriarchy is getting pegged with. Now, which does lead you to beg the question. I'm not sure if this was the intention of the artist, but when I'm watching this, it makes you think. Is it cultural appropriation to peg the patriarchy with a black dildo? Probably. You got to peg it with like some off color, like like a purple. <laughs> yeah, you know you something wanna... where you go, that's nobody owns this. Uh, yeah, you said Troy Swan just wore a dress. <laughs> you are right. It is. What, what do you mean? It's there's t- like Pete Davidson wore like a dress. Like I saw ten guys who were just go here's his outfit, and it's like. Just a dress. Yeah, that kind of was. And they always kind of compare it to like Bowie wear a dress. It's like, yeah, but it wasn't all of them. You know, once everyone's wearing a dress, it actually would, to be honest, what you said before, once every single person there's wearing a dress, the the like go against the grain fashion style would be like blue jeans yeah. and a fucking American flag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you show up dressed like Toby Keith. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing. Is that's why you like... Ashton Kutcher, right. Von Dutch hat back in the day. <laughs> yeah. That back. Yeah. Because you go... Do you think... Yeah, when nine different designers and they all show up with dresses and they go, fuck. You... <laughs> totally. Wow, yeah, you gotta yeah. tell me, Petey. You gotta tell me we're gonna wear a dress. Yeah, I didn't know you guys were all wearing a dress. 
I saw that uh, <laughs> there was the MTV Awards too with uh, fucking where Conor McGregor almost uh, uh, fought Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> so silly, but Machine Gun Kelly, I, I literally think he's, you know, they talk about, you know, everyone always talks about cultural appropriation. Sometimes it's bullshit, sometimes it's not, but I've sort of agreed with it. Because I do get the idea of the mainstream not liking a culture and then stealing it and mm-hmm. why that's annoying, right? Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly's hot topic four different cultures. <laughs> <laughs> he literally does just go culture to culture and turn it into like a hot topic slogan. Yeah. He just, and music genres. He goes, now I'm going to fucking wreck this music genre. It's like, hey, what kind of stuff are you into? He goes, I'm listening. It's like, you know, he could turn avant garde jazz into a fucking hot topic thing. Like he'd be like showing up with a pipe and stuff like that and be like, <laughs> have a heroin needle taped to his arm. Like, I'm a heroin jazz guy. <laughs> Heroin That'd jazz the, is so in right now. That'd be the best if that's his new one. Is just jazz. <laughs> I hope so. See him at the blue note, just being like. That's what he would do. He go. Beep, bow, oh. oh shit! The Man. gods did not like do us talking not about talk shit about Machine Gun Kelly. Hot topic, Kelly. Fucking thing just fell down. <laughs> we have a lot of good outfits out there. We have uh, Dan Levy wearing. Also I like Dan Levy's one. Very puffy. You like the at least he's outfit. gay. <laughs> yeah. Like at least when you go, he's gay. You go, all right. I guess. That's just a like. The, it's just like the small talk. You know, like there's one thing to be like, okay, we wear this. You get inside. You go, oh, fuck, done with this thing. Go put on your regular clothes for like. But you're like you're just sitting at your table, and you're like. Like, you know, you're, like, fucking getting food on your... I guess you don't eat and that stuff. You can't. Like, right. I like... I don't, I don't, it should be anorexic. Like, what's going on inside of this? Like, my favorite was um, Grimes, because she just brought... What did she wear? She what wore did this... You, what did she, she wear? Well, she brought... On um, the edge of my seat. The sword from Halo. She brought a okay. sword. And then she... Uh, it's a quirky she, girl, she, yeah, also. And then, for further quirkiness, she attempted to behead Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet probably went home that night thinking, close call. Close call. Grimes almost took care of me. Yeah. I would say top of the social the the social activism, take making the world a better place, was give women equal rights. Now, this was a dress worn by Carolyn Maloney, which the thing about this dress, which it really does make you think, because women do, in fact, have equal rights at the time of wearing, which sort of leaves up to the imagination what she could mean by this piece. Maybe uh, she wants women to be able to drive. And what she does mean is she doesn't mean it's possible that what she's saying is not that women need equal rights by the law it's that they say god needs to give them ability to drive that car without crashing that's fair god that's a fair needs to give them ability to do mathematical equations not so far not so fast <laughs> let's, let's so not get far. carried away actually you know what was the funniest so kim kardashian if you saw she showed up in this like basically a burka oh my god yes so quirky I know, but she basically, it's funny because she showed everybody's like, oh, look at this fashion statement. And then I saw on Twitter like two days ago something from like Afghanistan and it was like some woman trying to like uh, do something like shop. And I'm like, they're wearing the same thing. Kim K fans. Kim, I guess. Kim K starting a trend over in Afghanistan. I actually saw. Taliban chic. <laughs> I actually saw an article um, that said uh, this year's Met Gala theme attempted to be all inclusive, inclusive of all American identities except mine. And it was, where were the hijabs on the red carpet? <laughs> so, yeah, they, Kim K had one. But they were mad because they, <laughs> they, they said, well, look at this. The fucking gays are swimming in representation. <laughs> 
gays are represented to the fucking to the point where lesbian stri- well, straight guys are fucking like guys in the NFL are wearing dresses. <laughs> You're like, man, gay representations out of him. <laughs> But the burger representation, it is a big fight for that, where it's, they go, what the fuck? And then there's like a disabled guy in a wheelchair being like, hello, <laughs> representation. Yeah. Everybody was represented other than anybody who can't afford $30,000 a ticket. And the Patriots weren't represented. <laughs> Didn't see a single American flag. No. Zero people with a tribute to the troops. Yeah. Like the Joy Vila or whatever, where she wears like the build the wall dress to the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> to the Met Gala, you go. You didn't. You didn't see that. No, you didn't see that. But well, we okay. We can stop going through Met Gala things. But the, the fucking. Um, I guess the only the, there was the. I almost did oh, actually, feel well, like with the AOC thing, mm-hmm. where when she did the, it was a little bit. She goes. She goes to this fancy thing, and then obviously it's stupid, but it is also stupid a little bit to be. One of the fifty-year-old guys that's kind of part of the choir, being like, "Can you believe this?" Well, also because that's what you, like you literally fell for it. Yes, and it's the, like these aren't Paul. These aren't activist things. They are. How do I get more Instagram followers? These people are all influencers. Absolutely. And the worst take for people we're making was to go, "Oh my god!" Like she's fucking. She spent thirty. She obviously did not spend thirty thousand dollars on a ticket. Well, they give it. They give them the ticket. Well, they give. Well, because it's uh, it's like a New York City. Because the, have you ever been to the Met? It's just like a museum. It's uh, and anyways, they just like because she's a congresswoman or whatever, and her she represents New York. They just like have New York people because it's like about preserving. I don't. It can't be about preserving the fucking museum at this point. But everybody's like, oh my god, she's like all like tax the rich, and then and you're like, no, she didn't pay thirty thousand dollars for a ticket. Sure, I do wonder though if she has to pay taxes on that for receiving a thirty thousand dollars. Some people, well, there's some yeah problems with that. But to me, it's more, you know, whatever. Like there is a genre of being a internet communist that makes you rich. And mm-hmm. that's the fucking, yeah, that's the moral of the story. Oh, yeah. That, uh, being a, a tax the rich person is, a, you know, a, a, a fruitful endeavor. But what I will say is if you are the same reason that it's very hard to be a really good comedian if you are really friends with everyone in Hollywood, the same way that South Park, if you want to be a satirist of sorts, you can't if you want to be can't be on the ends. It's you. You can't be doing an accurate diagnosis of politicians and pol- political political figures, and then you're also at all the parties with them, texting with them. Of course, you go. I you know I'm just wanna. I think this is the best party, and it's like well they're all your friends. The same way that my small group of friends, you're not gonna get an ad- adequate people. When people come up to me and they go, Danny's fat. I go, listen, I don't get involved. <laughs> <laughs> I go, he's bursting out of that tax the rich dress. Yeah, they, they go, Danny fat. He's got a small D. I go, I go. It is above medium. <laughs> so you can't, you can't. When you say you're like, I'm, ho- I'm the holding people accountable person. Yeah, it's... you can't. You, you just, it's just you can't possibly be the holding people accountable person when those people are your friends. No, but no, no, you no, know, no. whatever. I mean, on on that, I don't know if we want to segue, but just only because it's interesting. So, uh, Norm Macdonald. Well, I do want to segue into Norm Macdonald, but on the influencer topic, for one more second, there was a... (laughs) 
<laughs> Only because I watched it, an interview with him, and this is kind of interesting in that regard. But my, yeah, 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 go yeah. On. My point was that if you if you look at influencers, they're all all of these politicians. It's like and like political kind of figures. You, ha- I feel like it doesn't get remembered enough that yes, they're bullshit. Yeah, of course. It's like these are influencers. So this influencer. <laughs> That was out there, which is no different than all these politicians and stuff like that. It's literally build a following and that's following could be used as capital to either gain money or try to get elected as some shit. Right. But it's fun. It's funny when you get caught. So there was this girl. Oh, this is the best. Nuts. Right. So this is hard to watch, folks. And we won't go through the whole thing. But a woman got caught. I'm sure maybe some of you have seen this, but she's and I know. I know people like this, but she got caught trying to make her son cry. Well, she didn't get caught. She fucking uploaded. Ac- accidentally the- uploaded a video. Her son's dog died, and she is consoling him while he's bawling his eyes out. And then she accidentally uploaded the raw file, which I've done. Yeah. Because you name the file. Um, let's say you name the file dog video, and then you export the file that you edited called dog video right, and, and then, then you accidentally upload the original one which you name maybe name the same thing which i've done mm-hmm. multiple times where i've sent the wrong file i send the raw version or whatever right yeah yeah or maybe Didn't you she have one said, video that you uploaded where it was like black for an hour or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah in solidarity brother yeah people yeah. go why was there a fucking eight minutes of black at the end of your video you go why isn't there? <laughs> why is there a fucking eight minutes black at the end of every video <laughs> but so she she deleted all her socials. I'm just going to play a little of this because it's fucking... It was one of those things where I go, just remember, all of these people are this. Yeah. How many times... I mean, how many times on your, on your original life um, have you been with like a chick? I remember being with my ex and going out on Halloween. Nightmare of a night, right? Yeah. She At one point, she fucking... She she's on the fucking the white. Yeah, oh yeah. She's yelling and screaming. She goes, "I said I'm fucking going home." No one's saying anything. She goes, "You're not paying attention." Some shit like that, oh, right? No. At once she runs across the road. She, you know, having a Very big dramatic. tantrum, yeah, right? Yeah. Wow. And then she goes, "I'm getting in a cab." And then she sort of stands in the cab, like, "Are you getting me?" I go, "Okay, fine, whatever. Go home." She goes, "Maybe I won't go home. Maybe I'll go to another bar." You know what I mean? It's yeah. all this sort of yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. right? It's just child. But. During all that, managed to get a couple good photos, wakes up the next morning, I get tagged in like, amazing night, what a dream, Halloween's a dream, love my life, love people. I go, that was maybe the worst night (laughs) in history. And she's got one photo of us with the beers up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. There's like a f- Photoshop slightly. <laughs> like she photoshops like a smile on your face. Yeah. You go, I was fucking frowning there. <laughs> you go, yeah, if you zoom down, you have your fucking shoes off <laughs> out on the road. Yeah. But so anyway, this is a, a, the first part of this video. Look at me. We have to do this. Look at me. She's going to be okay. Repeat this. Say Rosie is healthy. Look at me. Rosie is healthy. Look at me. Rosie's beautiful. So then you might think, okay. It's on your super. That's what you might think. Sped up, by the way. I know it's because I recorded it like that, but that's how I listen to it. But the point is, I'm going to, I'm going to fast forward to where it gets fucking wild. But this is, and even if you're listening audio, it's still fine. Come here. Come closer for the video. Come closer. Come closer. Come closer. Put your head right here. Come closer. Come closer. Put your head right here. Act like you're crying. Like, I am crying. Yeah, that's that's oh. the worst part. She goes, act like you're crying. He goes, I, I am crying. crying. She goes, cry better. Is that? And she goes, the craziest thing is because she's been in the YouTube game for so long that she goes, look, like, 
this video will do better <laughs> we are gonna if cry. we can see your mouth. Because she keeps saying, she goes, put your hand like this. He goes, my hand is like that. And she goes, no, 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 get your hand out of your waist so we can see the mouth because the mouth gets more clicks <sighs> if we can see the mouth. I mean, it's one of those things where nobody wants to see how like the YouTube sausage gets made, you know, but you know, I've been on reality shows. Yeah, I've been. We The thing is, that's why when I guess sometimes you see AOC doing her publicity stunts or whoever, it's like, I know these fucking people too often, too much. You know, I grew up, I've been in entertainment for my whole life. I know, I've dated influencers. Oh, I know how they operate. Absolutely. Even the ones that are activist oriented. And we know that, but for her fans, they're probably like, what? Like, you know how many people, how, how many girls have you ever talked to? You go, I love reality TV show. You go, yeah, it's not real. They go, it's all scripted. And they go, no, no, it's not. It's real. They don't get it. You go, no, 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 it's all scripted. There's a producer. Look at, they have writers. Yeah, they have writers. The way they edit it and everything. You're like, it's all like, it's none of it's real. It's it's maybe a thread of reality and it's like mostly scripted. And they go, and they're like, what? Like, you know, you could tell they're figure. They go, what? Like, yeah. So when you're arguing and I get, listen, I'm fine to watch wrestling Mm -hmm. and argue about you know, who should have won and who had a better performance. But just know that's what you're doing. Yes. Yeah, but I'm sure a lot of this person's fans were like really like, wait, you've been lying to me this whole time? It's tough to watch, folks. Oh, that's so... I mean, it's like borderline child abuse. (laughs) I know. You're like, I'm watching like some some version of like a very mild child abuse. It's impossible to grow up and not be a fucking freak. If you grow up oh like that, God. dude, if you grew up in a household called the Polish Chucks, oh. your mom. Oh, my God. They, that they, is the- Daniel, the price of gold went down. <laughs> okay, just give, no, cry more. Cry more. <laughs> I am crying. Oh. <laughs> mom, Daniel, come closer. She goes, you can cover your face. Cry. Oh, Make is, sure you cry. That's the worst. You know I what the really sad- crying. And I don't know like about this, but I'm sure at some point, too, you're like, we're living really well because of this. So then you become beholden to the whole thing. I know. Because your lifestyle is tied to the money coming in. You go, hey, do you remember that fucking Disney World trip? Yeah, you go. Well, going put to- on the waterworks, <laughs> pal. We're going to fucking Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. You get fucking. So I even, I've, I'm telling you, I've just dated these chicks. And it's like, there is something so annoying about i mean obviously but when you're the dinner thing where imagine when you're at like a you just go hey we'll just hang out tonight and then she she has to put on a fucking outfit so so she can like eat dinner at a table with you and then she's making the dinner filming that and then you sit down and it's like filming the food filming this you're just like your life is hell. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Where you're like, you go to the foods and you grab your fork and she goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm eating. She goes, yeah, not yet. Yeah, what are you doing? She, she goes, what are you going to fucking, I got to take photos of it. And, and action. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. You have to pretend. She goes, enjoy like you like it. You go, I do like it. <laughs> she goes, more. I, go, I don't make a whole scene when I'm eating. It's basically they turn their entire life the way that porn stars turn sex. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's fake. Yeah. And again, if the I'm sure people, some people <laughs> she, like when Danny's having sex with the girl, he goes, "Oh, let me guess, you're faking it again." The cameras are on. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's why." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was fucking cringy as shit, though. I know, but it is. One is, of, is it back? Do you know? if All her- I'm saying is, my point is, all of this shit 
is this. Oh, for sure. The whole fucking world. Every politician that goes out there and goes, like, that did, you know how many people that I know personally that have done multiple takes of their, just want you to know that black people are oh, people. For sure. like, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want you to know that women <laughs> should have the right to they, be aborted. Yeah. You know what? They watch, they watch it again. I don't know. Like they're very precious about their. Yeah, I, should, I said aborted. I should have said aborted. Abort, aborted. <laughs> aborted? Is it aborted or aborted? Yeah, so it, it's it's a gross world out there, folks. But you think she's gonna? What do you think her move is? I think she's done for a bit. Like, but does she come back and say, "Hey, like, I, I like is is it like the guy getting busted for like like uh, like the Tiger Woods where you go, I, I got counseling and and I'm back and this is a new chapter." And one thing I will tell you is people forget very quickly. Yeah, I'm at, Think about how many times someone will be the worst enemy, like Nicki Minaj right now or whatever, mm-hmm. and then she says one thing people uh, like that that. You know, that do agree with her or don't agree with her, and they're like, she's dead to me, or this is a hero. We might need to get a base Nicki Minaj bobblehead, to be honest, because <laughs> yeah. he's fucking based as shit right now. <laughs> base Nicki? Base Nicki. Fucking. Fauci doesn't like fucking Nicki. No, I know. He invited. That's that whole thing is, I, I don't know if we have it on the docket, but that whole thing's fucking. Yeah, she went, to, she, Tucker Carlson had her back, and then, because. Do like, you know the newest development? So if people don't know, she basically went and said, hey, my, my, um, brother's. Or my boyfriend's like f- cousin or something in Trinidad took the vaccine and then his balls yeah. got swollen. And then today. I immediately took a second vaccine. <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't. Swelled up you, the bigger balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah you didn't. You were like, you were like fucking. Your balls I said, are, why your, stop? Your at balls this are already insanely large. I know, but I said, why stop here? Why not go for the Guinness record? But so this is like essentially the rabbis making with the vaccine that the vaccine made them gay. It's like yeah, the guy. It is the same thing. He's like, he got an STD and he goes, it was the va-, like he just tried to trick his girl or whatever. And then today, the fucking health minister of Trinidad and Tobago like made a statement being like, yeah, yeah, yeah we looked into it. There's, we haven't had a single report. I spent a month on those balls. Yeah, but, he, but <laughs> the guy's like, I inspected those balls up close and personal. I promise you the balls are nice. They go, that's not what we asked. Yeah. We asked if it was COVID related. But he it, goes, fuck, I'm going to need another month with these bad boys. <laughs> but it's like the equivalent of someone like getting busted and cheating. And then they're like, oh, I got like, uh, there, someone hate crime me on the subway and blah 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 and then sounds it, like Danny and then it goes to all this guy up. and it goes all the way to the top and then like you know the police chief of New York City goes yeah we we haven't had any reports of that that never happened and you go oh teacher busted. teacher your boyfriend's cheating on you <laughs> busted Daniel Polish Chuck not for the boys what do you mean this not guy, for the this I'm guy saying, came out with a good excuse <laughs> I was a good excuse I'm saying the whole this thing this guy was in the clean he goes baby even Nicki Minaj is on my team. That the reason I can't get up and I have a ball problem, dude, the guy's is because of COVID. And Danny's like, no, I'm actually in probably he's cheating on you. I didn't say. It. I'm saying the guy's fucking four <laughs> degrees away from Nicki Minaj. He's like barely. He's like a friend of a friend of a friend. He's just like covering his tracks with his yeah. girl. And now it's and like Nash got away with it. International news. Yeah. And you go, oh god. That probably. That being said, Tucker's got his back. <laughs> Tucker's, Tucker's got his back. He goes, ah, maybe your balls can get big. And whose business is that? That is the best, like, that guy with his wife is literally having a political debate. And the political debate is essentially the right is saying that I didn't cheat. (laughs) 
and the left says I cheat. This guy's like, hey, listen, I think I'm going to just join the alt-right yeah. <laughs> because I did not cheat. Except he lives in Trinidad. What does that have to do with what do you mean? I don't think there's alt-right in Trinidad. It's like, you're, you know, he basically has to, like, adopt these political shit of a different country to prove his yeah. life. <laughs> Dude, if you got... <laughs> grabs, fucking, his, grabs his MAGA hat, he goes, I ain't no cheater, and he puts on his <laughs> MAGA hat. That's what I'm saying. If you're a week away from getting married... And <laughs> you get bu- you get busted for a fucking big cheating spree, and that guy's probably doing up his clan robe. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, just yeah. like, baby, I, <laughs> baby, 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 baby. I would baby. never cheat on you. Oh yeah. Well then, look at this fucking clip of Glenn Beck. I, I wonder how big the balls got. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you're I the expert. Know, you're the expert. <laughs> like, was she like, yo, your fucking balls are. Where's this bulge coming from? I just want to say that Daniel is uh, wondering. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Straight men can have sex with men and not be gay. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see the balls. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Speaking of... I just, po- how big do they get? Speaking of politics, I, I just... I just hope they're not too big to fit in my mouth. <laughs> that would be too big. Well, now we can segue because... Speaking of bad influencers, that's why uh, when a real one dies who fucking represent to Canada, the great Norm, Norm Mackie D, McDonald, and people that aren't necessarily in the comedy realm probably don't realize how much he's the guy for everyone. Oh, I'm even surprised at the amount of people who were like coming out. Saying like like to the to, like I was actually surprised at the amount of people who yeah were so like, I thought, oh, this, like everybody thinks he's the best except for like a few ladies he's so fucking sick so I thought me and I would be fun to go through like a few of the favorite bits so before we go through yeah. this just because what I was talking about where you can't be friends with the Hollywood stuff so last night actually I because I've been watching all sorts of stuff from him but I watched the interview when he just got fired <laughs> from Weekend Update and he yeah. goes on Letterman and he comes out and Letterman's like so how are things he goes I just got fired from Weekend Update. And he's like, what? Like, the whole thing is bizarre because Letterman's like, you got... And Letterman <laughs> well, obviously... then get off this couch, Well, Letterman has, bum. had his beef with NBC, so Letterman hates NBC. W-N-B-C. Uh, Letterman has his beef with NBC. He's like, fuck those guys. And then Norm's like, yeah, they fired me. And it's because this guy, Don Olmeyer, who is an executive at NBC, was friends with OJ. And Norm wouldn't stop. Yeah. You know, Norm was like, kept making all the OJ jokes. That's your real one. And it's one of those, like, it's what you're saying, where you're like, he can be like, okay, I'll be friends with this executive. I can't say the jokes I want to say or whatever, but I get to keep my desk job. And the guy literally said, he goes, yeah, Norman's just like, you're not funny on who, he's like the best weekend update host ever. I think so too. But also he was our generation's guy. So, well, I, I watched like, I mean, I I think he's the best too, but I'm always a little skeptical where I'm, whenever you look at it and you go, the best bands, the best shows. No, were, were when I no, was because, from fourteen to sixteen. No, or because right? I watched the Kevin Nealon. I, I saw pretty much all of Kevin. Ne- I started watching. Saturday I agree Night. with you. He's yeah, yeah, best, yeah. So Kevin I'm not Nealon. arguing. And with Kevin you. Nealon was good. No, nothing to take away from Kevin Nealon, but he was the best. But uh, and then so, anyways, but they, I thought he got fired from SNL 
but they just fired him from Weekend Update, and they're like, we want to keep you as the sketches. And Norm's like, I suck at sketches. <laughs> He's like, I'm really good at Weekend Update. He's like, I'm brutal at sketches. <laughs> That's what he said? Yeah. He's like, I'm terrible at sketches. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he had the, some of the best things. And you know what? There was something with, you know, you were kind of sending me these, but... There was a bunch of people that just kind of shows us scum people are that when he died, there was a bunch of people coming out and trying to say, oh, he was transphobic, like saying this and that about it. He was inappropriate with a waitress 94.2. And it was like, to be honest, it didn't even, um, it, it more just like bummed me out where it's like, man, that's how fucking cooked you are. You're the person at a funeral being like, you're the person like giving your fucking dad's eulogy at a funeral being like. You know, he had his flaws, as we all know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's like you can't even... They're so it's unclassy. Oh, for sure. Have you ever seen that meme? Nothing is better than... You know, it, it's it's being the Russian, uh, you know, working for Stalin, and then you give a, a a eulogy for a guy and talking about how he was a traitor to the state. You of course. Know I mean? It's like the, the body's not even cold, and they're like, um, well, actually, I'm glad uh, you guys all thought he was a great comedian. Yeah. Because some of us ladies think he was a bit inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Basically, like it was all just yeah. a few, like there's a few women and then there's like... And it wasn't a few, it was quite a few. Yeah, it, was, they, they, it caught steam because what happens mm-hmm. is with these people, one person does it and they go, oh, we're hating on him now? Yeah, of course. And they go, oh, I don't... I don't and you're, some people are probably like, yeah, I barely know him and he's a white guy. It's, it's easy. It's red meat for them. The worst part is I'm like, look, if you are going to do this when like he has just died and you're going to come out and be like, well, actually... Say what happened. Like, why are you just being vague? Oh, about I know. It? Why are you being vague? You're just some super vague thing. Oh yeah, I can't say what happened. Yeah, I can't was... say what happened, but uh, you know, he was not the guy you guys all thought he was, anyways. <laughs> Book me on fucking your thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, if something happened, say what happened, or or don't whatever. But yeah, just kind of. I mean, if you're you gonna go. if publicly you're, at the very yeah, yeah, if he can't defend himself, yeah, he can't defend himself. So say what happened. Like, yeah. w- like what's the point of saying? Oh, he was like inappropriate and again yeah I don't know. sometimes i yeah, i even i was even thinking about that today and i was just like i don't even know if i want to he's like some of these things you're just like am i fucking even playing into it by even mentioning it but it was just like it was just like you go you can't you guys just can't help yourself you're so fucking your brains are so fried yeah you it, it is it's the same people that can't get, go through a dinner without calling their grandfather you know fucking transphobic yeah and I know this is dick. an inappropriate. Again, I know it was this, one face. I know this is an inappropriate thing for me to say, but I, from the ladies who were saying stuff about him, I really think he could have done better than that. That's where I just go. Ah, <laughs> Danny wasn't happy with the fucking talent. I don't know. I'm like, ah, it's just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. But then you have Bill Clinton, and you're like, ah, he, you know, he Billy C. He, he wasn't doing great. I know he, he wasn't doing great, and we know that. So you go, maybe it's possible. I know someone in uh, New York that says <laughs> they used to go to parties, and Billy C. would come through with fucking young chicks. Like, really? This is a firsthand account from someone that was I that, a, that was Jeffrey not Epstein's house. No, they weren't at Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein's, but they were in some social circles in New York where it would be like a thing, like, oh, Bill, this is post presidency, yeah, Bill yeah. Clinton's coming by with some fucking. Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if it was Instagram, no, yeah, but like yeah. a fucking not like fourteen. Like he would come through with a fucking twenty-five year old or some shit, right? It's but pretty it, crazy considering 
And, but, but think about that. Married to but yeah, and considering he's such a big celebrity, uh, showing up being like, shh. Yeah. And there, everyone's like, we don't know you or owe you. And so I don't think anyone was like sworn to secrecy. I think everyone was like, yeah, yeah. It gets implied like, don't tell everyone. Sure. And then as soon as everyone leaves, being like, fucking Bill Clinton and fucking some chick in the oh, I'm pool sure table in the man cave of this party. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people are like, man, you know his body count? You go with chicks? You go, no, he kills people. Don't say anything. <laughs> He literally kills people. <laughs> Do not say him your yeah. does. <laughs> so I was thinking that probably my, f- there's a few things that everyone kind of took from this guy. Even just the, the confidence in your joke where you kind of say the joke and just like leave it for a Sit, second. Just simmer sits. in it. Yeah. He was yeah. the the king of that. Just like such a disciplined comedian, even the way that it kind of, the way that he would, f- for example, the same reason that he never told people that he had cancer, mm-hmm. which is the most fucking badass thing you could possibly do, is the same reason that when he did his show and he had people write jokes and he never told anyone who wrote the jokes. They always go, who writes this? He goes, ah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, he could hold onto a bit forever without getting the payoff where most of people, including me, are just like, it's like one, I told you, I have my one prank that I did on someone that hasn't paid off yet. And it, like, I think about it still. <laughs> and I know I'm not going to die being able to go, like I told the, my friend, I told his uh, girlfriend when they first started dating that when he went to the bathroom, that every time he goes to the bath, uh, when he went, where he actually went is he went to shake the chef's hand because after a good meal, he always wants to shake the chef's hand. <laughs> and I've never had the payoff for that. And I feel like going to him, I'm going to blow it. I'll be like, because he shakes the chef's hand, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there yeah. you go. He'd be like, what? And then and I'll be like, I fucking, ah, I didn't have the guts. It. So yeah, he you, has, you couldn't you couldn't let it marinate longer. He has the guts to let his his uh, bits marinate. Yeah, and he did that with um, so many things. But I think I mean I love his con- I, but one of my favorite things because more I watch is just his straight like disdain for his career sometimes. Where you go, like when he goes on, like The View, oh yeah, <laughs> like, all that stuff, and you're said like, Bill Clinton killed the guy. Bill, he goes, view. yeah, just like they got to get on the murdering out of the White House, and it's like Barbara Walters is like. We, that, what this is not the time and he goes yeah he's a murderer yeah <laughs> and well, he goes, he mastered- he's like what i thought this was public record and you go yeah you're never going back on the view ever again he, he was- i don't know why he's on the view well i guess, I guess he he's was famous. friends with them and he was pretty famous, famous. i think he was pretty famous but he was fr- he, he was the king of playing dumb when he knew what he was doing mm-hmm. and i remember probably better than i think you know all the best people do some degree of this but I look at him as kind of the same way that fucking Tom Green and all those people were good at this, but not as good at him because he was good at it in like such a disciplined way where I remember with the, the, uh, when he was on this phone call and I remember thinking to myself like, fuck, I'll never be able to do anything. That was too good. He basically, he was, they go, who do you think's uh, more violent? He goes, well, black people are the most violent race. And he's on like a morning radio show and they're like, what are you talking? What? And he goes, what? Uh, well, the reason is, is because people with less money are more violent and black people have less money. And he goes, do you not think that black people have less money than white people? <laughs> he goes, I'm sitting here with some racist who thinks that black people don't have less money. And he said some version of that. And it was, and it, and I remember fucking being like, fuck. And then he said with the trans people, I remember when this stuff was first popping off, he was, it's like, he goes, uh, he was on a Huffington Post interview, and he goes, he's he's talking to the guy, and he's like, 
so trans people, right? And he, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> yeah, however yeah. he gets into it. And he goes, see, the thing about trans people is because there's all these trans serial killers. He's like, and I love the part of them that's trans. You got to <laughs> love the part that's trans, right? You love the part that's trans. But you got to hate the part that was a serial killer. <laughs> but you love the trans part, right? And the Huffington Post guy is kind of like, I, yeah, I love the trans. But he's, he's, he just exposes kind of like Yeah, he just loves working people in these crazy knots and like yeah. making them look dumb. Even with, I remember, so that was one. When he was talking about religion, I thought it was, because it's very, very, it, it is hard to be the religious comedian because it is obviously the like hip, cool guy stands to not be religious, mm, right? Absolutely. And, but he wasn't like I don't remember if his stand-up, he got more religious later in life. Yeah, he got more religious yeah. later in life, but I don't think his, it was ever really in a stand-up. He's just like this. Is just I'm personally, yeah, yeah. But even he was like the only guy that I ever found like he made it fucking kind of cool. Where he goes, he goes, uh, yeah, I was you know I so I hope there's a God. That's the faith part. When I die, I hope there's a God. And I don't know if it was Sarah Silverman or someone like that. He was saying that. Uh, well, uh, good luck. And he was like, yeah, well, I mean, good luck to you too because you're in the same situation. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a funny way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good luck. I hope there's a God. I mean, yeah, good luck to you too. I mean, same sort of thing. And I was like, "That's that was funny. Um, probably the first bit that I heard of his that I remember that ever stuck with me when I first started doing stand-up, I heard this bit. It was, you know, kind of when he was doing old school when he was kind of doing the... Uh, observational comedy and he goes uh, you ever have your brain lie to you about something where you go huh honey what are you doing now he goes I was uh, hanging out with someone the other day and they go hey uh, did you ever see this uh, movie and I go yes <laughs> and I go what, what's my brain lying about now <laughs> That's funny. I like his, yeah, it's such a his Alcoholics Anonymous bit or whatever, where he's like Alcoholics Anonymous, and he's like, he's yeah. like, yeah, they like they won't. He's like, they don't give you uh, their last name. He's like, they want to stay anonymous. <laughs> he's like, I'm like, my name's like Mike. And he's like, so I was like, I was beating my wife, and like, <laughs> it's like just till her face turned crimson with blood. What's your last? Name? No, 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 no last names. <laughs> I butchered that joke, but was, yeah, uh, I've yeah. heard that one. Yeah, yeah he's got fuck. He's he has a few one. alcoholics ones where he says, uh, uh, be, be, I have, "Have you ever seen him live?" Um, I no. saw I saw him once at the Queen Elizabeth Theater in Toronto. Yeah, no, and I he was smashed. Really? Oh, buddy, he was. It was a great show. Like I actually. T- took away from where i was like man it's like that's pretty good considering I how drinking <laughs> i go no no no. He, you were like he was like fucking wasted and but it was like pretty impressive i've seen wasted comics before and you go this is sloppy yeah it's getting sloppy i don't know if it was a theater and like you have that separation where it's like he can cut but it was it was he was really good I, uh, fuck yeah he goes id is a strange abbreviation I is short for I, and then D is short for uh, identification. <laughs> that was actually, sorry to remember. I think I told you this, but uh, Chris Farley's brother opened for him that day at that Kevin show, Farley. Kevin Farley, and then he came out and his opening- Did Kevin Farley ever see you? And he goes, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> you're still alive. <laughs> but no, you know, you go, uh, he thinks you're him. Oh. <laughs> he goes, if I'm you, then you're me. But did Kevin Farley's opening, were you in the, getting in the concession lot rhymes and someone ran up to you and he goes, you're, Kevin, you're on stage yeah, three I mean, minutes. He goes, there must be a mistake. He did, uh, I don't remember his, uh, whatever he said, but the one thing I go, this is so weird, is he made everybody just give it up for Chris Farley. 
He oh, looks Kevin like, Farley. Kevin right. Farley, and he looks like Chris Farley. Like yeah. they look similar, and then like part of his thing he goes, "Yeah, my brother Chris Farley," and he goes, "Give it up!" And there's like two minutes of applause. And yeah. you know, that's a weird thing to. When I did the tu- when I did the tours with the Jackass guys, I did some dates with them. There was a lot of uh, that for Ryan Dunn. For Ryan Dunn, yeah. Yeah, there, I, and then even with Steve-O, like, there was a good, uh, the jackass thing, it was kind of, I forget who it was. It's just weird because he was the opener. Guys, yeah. He's like the opener, and like, uh, like you know, two minutes of your 10 minutes is just waiting, sitting on an applause break for your brother. Yeah, and especially if it's a f- lot of years later, it's like, so for the rest 20 years later. Yeah. yeah. But I think that, you know, they still all do that. Like, Adam Sandler's special recently was still... A big Chris oh, Farley right, tribute. That was... like, they really love the yeah, they love, Chris Farley. Love you know, Chris Farley. No, I'll tell you what. If you die, I'll do it one get, one show. Just give it up. <laughs> just put my photo out there. And if I die and I see you twenty years <laughs> later, like fucking Ryan Long, I go write some jokes. <laughs> I go, come on, Dan. You're trying. We both know you're trying to fill time. <laughs> do you ever listen to uh, Norm's album? The ridiculous, yeah. Oh, with the uh, what was the one with the superheroes? Uh, oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, he, goes, he goes, Mr. Fantastic, yeah, because they all have crazy, yeah, yeah they all have. He goes, I'm the uh, stretchy man, was it the stretch because my arms stretch? And he goes, And what about you? He goes, uh, I'm a Mr. Fantastic, and he goes, Why? And he goes, No reason, I'm just a fantastic. And he goes, What? They're like, <laughs> yeah. No, because all our things say what we do, and then you're just Mr. Fantastic. I like the one with the the. By the way, uh, nobody's really said this, but really um, just sending my condolences to Norm's bookie right now. Because uh, <laughs> that guy lost, that guy's kids are fucking probably not doing well right now. Probably not going to the private school anymore. But- oh, no. He's, <laughs> he has uh, money coming in from all sorts of different things. No, no, I'm saying Norm's bookie. Oh, Norm's bookie's kids. kids. Yeah, Norm's bookie's kids <laughs> are not doing well. Yeah. Uh, but he had that one sketch on, on uh, it was like the two-parter where he's the Monday night football host who bet on the game. <laughs> Okay. He's I like he's basically he's like one. the host of Monday Night Football, Norm, and then he's like he also has a bet. He's like he's bet on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then the guy has this thing called like the Hong Kong flu. He's like and he's like he's sick, and he's like no, but he just and he's like explaining the point spread like <laughs> as the fucking he goes, and he just needs to cover by seven points. And he's like and then I win. He had a lot of like gambling stuff. Remember in Dirty Work with Chevy Chase, where, where Chevy Chase is the doctor who gets his arm broken. He goes, eh, weird thing about the mob. He goes, if you owe the money. It's like they break your arm, you still owe them the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd think they'd be even after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then probably his then there's the ones where it was just the classic clips, like he has all the Conan stuff, but probably the fastest one of all time when they go he's with the girl and they go, uh he's do she's doing the movie with Carrot Top <laughs> and she goes, Well, if it's with uh Carrot Top, it's probably uh called box office poison (laughs) and she goes well actually it's called chairman of the board do something with that and he goes uh well i bet board is spelled (laughs) b-o-r-e-d yeah Yeah, so one of the greatest probably one of the comedians that everyone kind of looks at and they go i wish i could do a career like that but everyone you know Mm -hmm. you you always lose some integrity here and there yeah well he was very much like beholden to nobody like he could have stayed on SNL if he just 
Oh, that was actually a best thing is they invite. So he gets fired from SNL. I guess he gets fired from Weekend Update, and they're like, "Well, you have no reason to be on SNL because other than it's like Bob Dole sketch." I don't really. The Bob Dole Real World one was an amazing sketch, by the way. And then he he hosted it. Whoa, man, we're just fucking falling apart here. And then he hosted it <laughs> a year later, a year and a half later, and he comes back on. He goes, "They, he goes, they, uh, they fired me." From the, and then a year and a half later, I'm hosting the show. They fired me because they said I wasn't yeah. wasn't funny or whatever. And he goes, and he's like, either I'm not funny or the show sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said I'm so fun, so not funny that I got fired, and now I'm so funny that I'm the host of the <laughs> show. <laughs> or the show, yeah, we're like basically just saying this sucks. Yeah, fuck, that's great. Well, shout out to the goat. I'm gonna do a quick. He's a he's a white white the white guy's Dave Chappelle. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna do a quick shout out here um, to our sponsor Sheath Underwear, which is uh, one of the one of the sponsors that you know been with us doing videos and podcasts through the days. A, a true OG, and I, I talked to this guy on the phone the other day, and he was telling me all the plans, all the kind of cool stuff he's doing. He's getting he's. Friends with all the UFC guys, and he's going down and doing photo shoots and nice. telling me all the cool shit he wants to do. Like he's doing stuff with Kurt and Kyle. Like he literally watches all the cool comedy and con- he like reaches out when he sees things he likes and he tries to support comedy as long as it you know yeah, yeah. sells fucking underwear. So definitely support these guys. It's the and by the way, it is the only boxer I wear now. Nice. So I don't know how many pairs you have, but now I have. Like enough that uh, I don't have to ever wear anything else. Three pairs. I don't and- know. <laughs> I don't think I have any. I don't think no. I got any. Okay, well, some. promo code Ryan Love. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I exclusively wear them. Really? Yeah. And well, I think I meant to get some, and then I never got them. Make your package look fucking nice. They keep the fucking balls away. We gotta get me some. They are a good material. It's a fancy boxer, nice. but it's not. You know, they're not fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not it's expensive. Not like, yeah, it's not like a ridiculous like. $80 or yeah. whatever. The guy said they were selling out all the stuff and he just got a huge new shipment of everything. So they're yeah. in stock of everything right now. Only boxes I wear, sheathunderwear.com, promo code Ryan Long. And those guys have been holding it down. Now, the the one thing that I thought was worth um, talking about, well, for starting, the the Joe Rogan ivermectin thing, without going into it too much, mm-hmm. the... It's just insane how lopsided it is where the New York Times can come out and straight up say lies. They're proven lies. And they don't, you can, basically it's like you can lie all that you want as long as you support the thing. It kind of just shows the straight up hypocrisy of, um, of. I mean, they're just, they're not media. Social media. Yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not news anymore. Right. So if you want news, go on Twitter. If you want fucking like. You know, yeah, it really is. That's all. That's the world you're living in. Where, um, all <laughs> do you say? If you want news, go on Twitter. I'm saying if you want news, like you can get actual news on Twitter well, about if an you event, just have to or listen to all the different sources well, and make your own opinion. Yeah, exactly. But like you can get kind of straight to the source. Whereas like you know, you read an article on CNN, and that's so many levels away from the actual like source. Yeah. And again, they're not really journalists. You, you, you really have to go. You have to go through. So, you have to literally listen to all the different things and try to piece together what you think happened. No, I it's mean, a yes and to no. Out what's it's like I listened to the fucking Segura on Joe Rogan. And it's like in three minutes, he explained what happened. And he, I hope he sues them because that'll just be fucking. Well, that you're right, because that's when they're lying about a specific thing he yeah, said. And he just goes, yeah, I never said that. He goes, I got it from a doctor. It's not fucking horse dewormer. Dude, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. 
And basically that's because, you know, the big companies, they want to fucking get their patents. And one of the things it sounded like is that if you want this drug to get out there on the market and you want it fast tracked, one of the things is there can't be other alternatives or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And then another part of it is, yeah, they're just trying to fast track all the fucking shit. I mean, ivermectin is not a new drug either. It's just, I, I, yeah, it's more so, I think CNN has super detailed analytics of what does well. And they go, you know what? When we shit on Joe Rogan, people love that. People Our base go to town loves on shitting on Joe Rogan. So they have, they need an angle that's like a negative Joe Rogan angle because yeah. nobody wants the other side of it. Yeah, so it's not an, it's it's just not a story otherwise. That got me thinking cuz there's been a lot of talk and one of the things that I felt like I thought about a ton this week was cuz it was a big topic and I was talking to like Colin Tyrell and some other comics and there's been you know there was uh J Jim Brewer came out and he goes I'm not playing these uh, places that have uh, vaccine requirements. And then Pat Oswald came out and he goes, I'm not going to play these other Unless places. they have vaccine <laughs> yeah, requirements. Yeah. So they literally, you know, so they go, we'll only play half the country and that's whatever. And I guess, you know, I and Colin was saying the same thing. He goes, dude, I've gotten it both. I've gotten, because I've gotten tons of yelling from both sides. I've gotten, this is one of the most things that I've gotten where, in COVID, where so many people yelled at me because I was, you know, filming outside. I was not respecting lockdowns. I basically said, get a fucking, fake, fucking vaccine passport. Yeah. Like, which I'm not. But I basically, you know, I've just been so, like, they could suck my dick or whatever. Yeah. That I, you know, the amount, I've had articles written about me. And then I've also had so much on the other thing where people go, you should not play these places and you should do this and this and this, mm. right? I mean, dude, people in the YouTube comments were getting mad at me because I went to a concert that required proof of vaccine. Right. And so, you know, I wanted to, I've been thinking a lot about that and, you know, you don't need to agree with me that this is my thoughts. So it's not whether or not, you know, everyone can think whatever they want, but this is what I think. I think that when people talk about, you know, because their idea is, the idea is if you're against the requirements, mm -hmm. then why aren't you, you know, living by those principles or whatever, right? And I think that what people forget is the imp the comedy element where, you know what my most important principle is? Not to turn my comedy into activism. Yeah. And the amount that I've, like, the amount that I feel like over the last, you know, my entire life, it's so tempting to fucking you know, to do things for activism on any side to make statements and make stance because people like it. It helps grow your audience and you do establish, but and whether you think it or not, I mean, ideally I mean, to it, do things that you believe in. Yeah. But the other part of it is it, it really does hurt you comedically. For sure. And this scenario, it's like, it's not even your comedy is becoming activism. You're just doing activism. Well, and, yeah. and then it's like, uh, that's like, uh, you know, so, uh, tied to your comedy, but, and you know, you got, you have to think almost someone like Jim Brewer, like he now has to have a bunch of jokes about this because you can't, it becomes your you, whole thing. You can't come back from this and be like, all right, we finally got this venue. And then you're like, okay, well now talk about this for 15 minutes. Right. So it becomes your whole thing. So yeah. I, I mean, a, a few things. So the first part is there the amount of, how many people, this is how many people in the last two years have said. Uh, late night Hollywood. One of the reasons they're not funny is because they became way too political. Mm -hmm. And I've always said great comedy does 
make a point, but the reason for it's not to make a point. Yeah. Yeah, so, you, yeah not for the sake of it. They, but it's, there's so many people that are kind of like, late night became propaganda, and then it's like, hey, can you fucking do some, you know, aren't yeah. you going to make and, a stand? And again, I, I, I can't, like... It's the, ver- it's the post in the black square of that thing. It's like, hey, make your stand. Yeah, and I don't remember exactly, because, like, obviously people were dunking on Bush, but it, well, the Daily Show wasn't like, here's 30 minutes of dunking on Bush. Here's, like, a minute, and then on to a new thing. Whereas all these other, like, the, new, the new Daily Show was just like, here's our whole desk segment, and then we go, here, yeah. we're going to go to a correspondent to also dunk on Trump. Now we're going to talk to a fucking guest about Trump. Yeah. And you go, what is like... But you are right. And that's what happens is with someone like that, as soon as you... Because what I think people don't forget is the... So the amount of sacrifice that goes into into doing a comedy. So, you know, when people are like, make sacrifice for your thing and you go, what the... You know, I'm always a, a person of like, be disciplined, focus on your goals. What do you want? And I go, to me, a lot of times when people are doing like activism or whatever it is it's like almost laziness and shortcuts to me somewhat where i go that's clapter yeah and i go listen and i know you could say oh well even if i did take any stand on anything it would be personal like here's a example if a venue fucked you over Mm -hmm. like really bad i would say i'm not gonna work with them i don't think i'd make a big post yeah but i would be personally so if someone fucked over like a friend of mine or sure. something, I, I would go, you yeah. know what? I'm not going to work with that person. I've Absolutely. had lots of people where I don't work with them, pub- but I don't, I'll never make a yeah, public Yeah, yeah, you're not, you're not going you wouldn't to fucking know. drama alert. Right. Exactly. You don't want to be in the drama community. But it is funny when people are like, yo, don't do those places. When you, and I go, I left, like me and Danny left entire lives behind for comedy. Yes. Like I sold all my possessions. Sold everything you own. Spent or out thousands of dollars, spent three years of your life getting a, a visa. Moved to a country I'm not from. Moved to a country. Left. I've been in doing film and entertainment my whole life. Left behind 15 years of a network. Yeah. Like that you've created, whether that be, you know, like family, I, like every, you know. everything. Yeah. The amount that you go, oh, I need to borrow a truck. Five seconds. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you have kids, I want my mom to watch my kids. Five seconds. Yeah, of course. Oh, when do, I need a... Oh, you know what? I need a good editor for this thing. Five seconds. I, everything you have left that all to move to New York City because New York City is the hub. This is the NFL, New York and LA and more New York than that's where the greatest comedy happens. I think some people don't realize that where you go and you couldn't do stand up for two years. Yeah. So when people come back, I think some people. Well, you know, they just they want you to be their cheerleader, right? They go, "Hey, I'm on Team Ryan. Ryan, do the thing I want to do." If I was you, but, but if yeah, they I were, agree. if yeah. they were you, they wouldn't do that. They might, they might, but it's easy know, to say. It that, is easy yeah, to say, and some people are quitting their jobs and taking a stance or whatever. And I think that's fine. But my point is, I think you don't want your comedians to do that. No. Like every, everyone is looking at all your comedians and going your favorite comedians and going, I want them to do political stuff. I'm telling you in a year when every comedian that you really liked is that's all they talk about. Now you're going to go, fuck, I wish I didn't make that guy this. Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean, how many of your favorite comedians got ruined because before you know it, they're in the cause and doing the thing and you go, remember when that guy used to make funny stuff? Mm-hmm. Also, I, I mean, this kind of just came to me, but for Jim Brewer, probably actually was a decent move (laughs) because it's like the press he's getting you know you're going to want that if you want that if you want that you you want i mean the funny thing is everybody's like oh jim brewer he's he's like his his fans were telling him he doesn't have fans yeah he does (laughs) yeah he does yeah yeah yeah, he does obviously it's like what an idiotic take people go oh jim brewer oh what the two people can't come see you know like no he, he does pretty well 
Yeah, people can do. And now he now he's going to do better. And maybe he lost some people, but he gained ten times as many. Yeah, it's just going to be a more polarized thing. Dude, me and I think living in fucking, you know, being in entertainment, but also having your normal friends, also having this, you like, you go. I have literally people in my family where your 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 one relative is like, I can't believe you're leaving your house, and then the other relative is like, this is a fucking all the hoax. Uh, Of course, whatever, right? So you go, I think I'm both, and you go, I see this, Patton Oswald, like all those people, like I won't step foot in a state that does abortion, you know, that bans abortion and this and that. And you go, that's, so that leads to my second part where you go, as soon as you get in that mindset where you go, I, my platform is to make change. Well, guess what? Like how much have you railed against YouTube and Twitter and censorship and all that shit? How much you made fun of that? You should go. So are you allowed to be on YouTube? Can you be on YouTube now? In good faith, if you don't believe that. It's a never-ending thing. And, it's, and also people telling you to do it where they go, you need to be this. Yeah, of course. It, well, makes, you, it makes you more want to be like, you know, I'm going to only fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, first off, the fact that Pat Nozzle even needs to say, oh, I'm not pay- playing a place with uh, no, yeah, no shit, you're not. <laughs> I don't think you needed to say that, Patton. Right, but it's virtue signal. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's big time. Whereas Jim Brewer maybe did like, you know. And again, he just made a fucking video. I'm not trashing. Yeah. Listen, I have million friends that are all in on all this shit. You know, I think it's an eye roll. If you, I'll tell you what I, do, I definitely think is when we go to the comedy club every night and I write for two hours every day and I go do three shows a night with, you know, in fucking a city like New York, sometimes more like five, you can tell who's focusing on comedy and who is writing Twitter's fucking arguments. Uh, yeah, for sure. It is very obvious. Yeah. The closest, and- the closest I got to any kind of activism was I, uh, the place, watch out, the place I get my haircut. They made me wear a mask. <laughs> like this is after the mask no. mandate lifted, and then they're like, "You have to wear a mask." And I was like, "The mask mandate's done." And they go, I "Have to wear a mask." And I go, "If you make me wear a mask next time, I'm not coming." I don't. Do, I don't. I don't go to places that make me wear a mask. Like for that reason, like we, yeah. there was a theater that said you had to wear a mask, and I go, oh, "Now nah, we'll go to another theater." Yeah, because I don't want to do that. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to fucking do that. Although I'm starting to already realize with the like, you know, because now the actual vaccine checking stuff has gotten into play in New York, and I'm like, already nobody's checking. <laughs> like it's yeah. so lax now like we're yeah everything's such a stink you go that's. No, that's the other thing it's like you know no one but and there's this other part too with i you know and again i'm not fucking you don't want to tell people to do this but i've always been kind of the person that that doesn't really listen to the rules to begin with where it's like you know if i was in fucking school i remember you know, if they said uh, no one could leave without a doctor's note, it's like, yeah, me and my friends will get a bunch of doctor's notes. Yeah. And like, fake, like, as opposed, it's kind of like your parents being like, you're not allowed to go to this person's house instead of me being like, mom, I think that I would just be like, okay, yeah, yeah right. of course. And you then know, just go yeah. do it. Uh-huh, 100%. You go, okay. So a part of me is like, there's so much of this. Like, here's a perfect example. I know um, people that are always fighting about, like, leases. I, I know... Um, a friend of mine, they're kind of like, it's unfair that you can't leave a lease or whatever. And I'm just like, you can fucking leave a lease. Yeah, but they're on the, but these people are kind of on the internet posting like, they won't let me do. It's like, just, you can do whatever the fuck you want. A lease is a contract. If you want to break Dude, a contract, people, break, break a contract. I don't know. How many fucking people have 
fake cards right now. Oh my god! I mean, dude, <laughs> no, like every place I go into now, they go, "Okay, vaccine." You show them, you show like, them a fake photo. Of I mean, I show them a photo of my card. And I'm like, okay, well, you can show a photo of any card. They're not looking. Yeah. And then some places you go and they're like really hawkish. You go, all right, I don't know, just don't go there. Yeah, I think. But my point is, is I think that this is why comedians hated liberals is because they started telling you what you had to do mm-hmm. they go don't play here hey oh there was a a guy that uh, uh touched the girl's ass in 1942 that runs that comedy club oh you're playing there oh yeah, yeah. You, you, that, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. every girl oh, you like, condone that kind of behavior yeah 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 like, so everyone everyone started telling you what to do yeah and then you didn't like it and as soon as you as soon as you start getting involved in all these things you go I don't think you should pay as much taxes, you know? Or you go, so now I'm fucking not paying my taxes out of protest. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just never ends, right? Then before you know it, you're selling freedom mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> burning fucking Nikes. Cause you- <laughs> yeah, the burning Nikes is the best. Yeah, and then on top of that, so the last, probably the last thing is that it's a, once things become a partisan issue, activism doesn't help anymore because it, 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 it the same way that like, it's not obvious that Trump didn't just invigorate the enemies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think I always like to look at the fucking people and who's being crazy and, and so psych- psychology and people's dynamic. But whenever something becomes the right thinks this and the left thinks this, the amount of people, like the people being loud and making stands just kind of embolden the other people and vice versa. Yeah, yeah they just they go, yeah. But they, for the most yeah, part, not all. Yeah, they, they have to react. They go, oh, well, we're not going to be kept quiet because then we'll th- feel like we're not defending our position. At the same time, too, with comedy, I can't even think of an... Can you think of an instance where there was some sort of activism comedy that did anything? Yeah, other I'm than sure... maybe that, like Lenny Bruce? I'm sure that some people are listening to this thinking, oh, maybe someplace they were, you know, uh, rioting the lockdowns and then they they, they they stopped them or whatever. You know what I mean? But were, yeah. were, a, like, were a comedy did that? Like, was there anything where a comedian goes, this is my stance? No, thing? comedians are useless. That's what I'm saying. It's They're like, fucking useless degenerate. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah, it is... Uh, like, there's no bit. They go, yo, that bit right there, that bit ended sweatshops in... America and you go wow what a bit <laughs> powerful bit yeah but I think it does help change culture yeah but it, it does the thing is with to be a great, great at comedy you want to it's the same reason why you can't just go on stage and be like Trump is bad like changing culture and changing people's opinions is very hard but you do it in your comedy and you mm. go if we think something it's like you have a place to make all your points and that is your stand-up. That is your video. So you go, it's it's so cheap to me to be like, imagine making the most nuanced fucking I hate Trump bit ever, right? Where it's like, wow. Like you go, even if I fucking like Trump, that's a funny bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus a Twitter post being like, newsflash, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, totally. He's orange. Retweet it. Yeah, yeah. Re- Occupy Democrats. Retweet if you think he's orange. And fucking <laughs> retweet twice if you think he has a small dick. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I've just been seeing like, I feel like that's one of those things where I've been yelled at from both. From bo- I've been getting a lot of people yelling at me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like it was worth saying where I'm coming from on it anyway, yeah. whether you disagree or not disagree that's kind of how i'm I curious to the extent that 
because you know obviously a lot of people are like is this a slippery slope and then obviously people are like no this is just covid thing and well people don't like the the passports and that no the passport one, passports right? in canada seem way more aggressive that's the other thing we come from like, that we come, we come from, from that real, and I, so i keep we come from real oppression yeah real oppression <laughs> and i keep i keep seeing fucking like uh the way it's like a qr code and you're like because here it's you whatever you have a piece of paper it's not really in any sort of database you go here's my piece of paper some bouncer looks at it and you go okay it's like an id right yeah but in canada it's like qr codes and you're like this is well, getting, this is getting logged somewhere yeah but on ours in new york it's like they literally give you a fucking piece of computer paper yeah where the guy and, and scribbles on maybe it's not in any database that's what i'm saying maybe it's and like maybe the- someone can correct me or whatever who's listening to this but i like Maybe they said we're not logging this, but like you have to think, especially in Canada, like you know, Australia or whatever, it's going to be like you go boop, and then it's like central database. It's like I was at this place, like you know, you have like like your whereabouts are being now tracked by the government, and maybe they are already tracking your whereabouts. Maybe I'm naive, and they're like people like yeah, the NSA is tracking you anyways with your fucking GPS, but that seems like a bit much, dude. The whole the original thing seems like yeah, a bit the whole much thing to me. seems a bit but much. Agreed. I'm but. not going to quit doing comedy because no. of that. And I think that some people just don't understand how the job works. It, it'd be the equivalent of if you wanted to be the top basketball player in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go, well, you know what? I don't want to do this uh, vaccine stuff or whatever. So I will go. Uh, you, you go, oh, just do this other gym. But they go, well, this gym, you get to practice seven hours a day with the top coach. And this other gym, you get to practice one hour a day top. Because mm-hmm. people don't realize you go, you do five sets a night in New York. And that's why people here are the best. And you go, well, well you could be in this other place. Like, no, you, it doesn't work like that. It's not like that. No. The, everyone said Austin's going to be the spot. It's not. No, it's you know, not, fucking the top to people be. are doing a spot or two a night. And it's like. And even then, there's shows, so it's not real club spots where you can work on stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's not a, it's not the same no, it's gym. Not the same thing. And again, a lot of very, there's very few people who are straight up like have real jobs, and their jobs are like, okay, you have to get vaccinated or you're gonna get fired. And like, I mean, props to you if you're gonna say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing this, and I'm gonna be fired. But like, not a lot of people are doing that, and <laughs> I don't know why they're expecting comics to do that. I honestly, because they're not doing it either. But. <laughs> I just don't understand the idea that uh, why people think comics would. It's like literally a lot of us. It's you know, for all that I've dedicated my entire life to mm-hmm. for twenty years is trying to be the best at making stuff. Where you sacrifice, like I said, relationship. Yeah, every you sacrifice and us literally everything. Mm-hmm. And then someone's like, "Yo, quit all that so you can fucking." Yeah, be in the be on an internet or I'm, gonna, or I'm gonna downvote this YouTube video, <laughs> and you're just like, dude, it, you know, it, it ain't happening. Yeah, it's not. So happening. that that's kind of why. And then on top of that, you know, people want to come to see the shows, and, and honestly, it's like, figure it out, dude. I, I mean, I'm, like again, in Canada, I would say it might be tougher to do like the figuring it out because there is like a more centralized database here. Just get a fucking printer. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, Danny's words, not mine. Go on Alibaba. Buy a. I, I keep seeing it. Like you see it on Twitter all the time. You go another uh, uh, thing of cards has been intercepted from China because China's making fake fax cards. Wow. China is just laughing at us right now too because China's like all this stuff, and then they're sending us their fentanyl and their vax cards, and they're just like they're like, yeah, just have fun, America. We're just gonna burn this shit down from afar. <laughs> But so you, they're banning video games. Over they're, ban- there. they're banning video games, all this stuff. But like you know, if if they're catching a shipment of Vax cards for every one, I don't know, maybe five thousand doesn't get caught. It's paper. 
Like, how do they, you know, it's not like it's drugs where they go, what are they going to get, vac sniffing card dogs <laughs> like, or whatever? Like, it's paper. It's, there's no, I, I don't even know why it's being shipped from China. Right. You can't print locally. <laughs> That's that what is Trump was weird. talking about. It goes, we're sending all our fucking jobs over to China. He goes, they're printing our vax cards now. Weird. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Yeah, I but know again, a few it's just people like, that were getting into that game. Game? It's like <laughs> piece of paper. Game? This isn't like, dude, it's not like there's like, oh, the, you know, the m- currency where there's like all these anti uh, counterfeiting things in them. This is like a fucking cue card. <laughs> dude, th- this remind it reminded me so much of high school where I was just like, dude, we used to make so many of these. I, want, I, don't, I don't know if I told this story in the podcast, but with we fucking... So me and my friend, my friend uh, Jarek, he had he used to <laughs> he used to make fake fucking doctor's cards, right? So we would be getting out of school right, left, and center. Yeah, you know, it's like ah, <laughs> you know, knee problem again, and that's probably when it was harder. That's and they'd be like, this different. one group of friend does nine doctor's appointments <laughs> each a week, and oh, they were way way harder, right? And we had the fake signatures, the whole thing, right? But we go, um, the funny part was. That Jarek, he wrote a a note for this guy named Ahmed, right? He was like kind of our buddy, but he was like a pretty fucking gangster dude, right? Kind of shipped in from a different school, like in grade twelve. And, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah you know, like, like a tough. Is, he kind of came is, in with tough guy like attitude. Last chance, you kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He well, he came in with like you know jail energy of like anyone who fucks with me. <laughs> you know, it's, so, you, but, Yo, you know. hey man, do you have a bar of soap and a sock that you're yeah. swinging around right now in high school? He goes, yeah, he was all right. But so Jared gave, gave him uh, one of his patented fucking doctor's cards. And then he goes over to a portable, which is like an outside school thing, and he holds up a teacher at gunpoint, <laughs> a female teacher, I think it was Miss Lumsden maybe, holds up a teacher at fucking gunpoint, steals her phone, her jewelry, stuff like that. Uh, the fucking cops and everything, he leaves, gets away with it. The cops, helicopters and everything come out, chase this guy. So the helicopters are what? chasing a midday because they was like, he laughed and then she was like, it was Ahmed. Yeah, obviously. You're like, <laughs> the guy I know robbed me with gunpoint. Yeah. Then they went back to his house, had a standoff because he's, uh, he's inside his house or whatever and the cops are with the megaphone like, come out with the fake doctor's note. <laughs> we don't care about you, but we want to know who's making the notes. He goes, <laughs> If you give up the note maker, <laughs> Jerick, the uh, what you would call it, the um, the Brian Cranston. The, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you give up the note maker, <laughs> we will let you free on the armed robbery. But uh, so eventually they go. He goes to Jer- jail. Yeah, of course. But and that we never got we never got busted. It was the, 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 but it was a scam. <laughs> yeah, but you guys were all worried that you're like, man, this house of cards is coming. Fuck down. yeah, we go that night. We're like, we're done. Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked, bud. <laughs> But yeah, we did. We come from the we come from uh, the, uh, the 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 real uh, land of the nut free. But Australia, they just go they limited uh, residents to six beers a day. <laughs> so if you're buying beer, you can only That's get insane. <laughs> I know the fucking you can only get six beers a day. Yeah. So they're blogging off pussy. They're blogging off beers. Blogging off everything. Dude, oh, it's crazy. I, I told you, I follow that guy, Andrew Bogan. All he does is post about just this insane stuff. Yeah. What's going on in Australia? <laughs> you know, my uh, friends uh, recently everyone turned into the town crier because he, basically it, people on where? both sides. Um, 
it was uh like on the internet like everyone in the last two years being like let's let's just say fucking uh we're just saying the covid thing they go um Texas is making abortion legal. Texas is making abortion legal. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And the other guy is like, they're segregating New York. Ding, ding, ding. Like everyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone in the last two years that their social media, they've turned into the town crier yeah, of the town. All caps. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Daniel's been fat phobic. <laughs> Jeopardy host is racist. Jeopardy host is racist. Ding, 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 ding. Everyone turned into a town crier. <laughs> that was funny. Did you see the fucking they aired <laughs> episodes of Jeopardy with the old guy? My no! Everybody was like, I was like, let the guy fucking, he's fired. It's like, you don't understand how shows are made. Like, everybody's <laughs> like, I'm like I, can you fucking believe Jeopardy would sh- air another episode with this guy who made an inappropriate joke? I can't, for one. This dismissive piece of shit. I can believe they can suck on my fucking pencil. <laughs> I would love, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking some bullshit. <laughs> well, anyways, the number one comedy killer for anyone. I know a lot of people that are starting, you know, kind of new comics, listen to this shit or whatever. But, like, I don't know. I've been in this game long enough to know the fucking number one comedy killer is you. Activism? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not a rapper. Like, you're not a mu- musician. This could be activist. Yeah. Because you can kind of sneak them into your lyrics. Yeah. You can't sneak <laughs> that shit into fucking like you're not Bob Dylan, okay? Yeah, you like just do a shitty impersonation of but him. But you know what it is? It's kind of like you can be the person that says, Listen, there should be a four hour work week and then be campaigning for the world to be like, This is not fair that America has a five hour work week. They do a four hour work week and you make it your whole thing the four hour work week. Or you can find a job where you can fuck off a day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Or you can read like the, the kind of four hour work week stuff. It's like you could make your entire life's work for everyone to have a four hour work for everyone to have a four hour work week. Or option two is you find a job where you can kind of work from home two days a week and one of them and you can do all the time. And then like now you have a four hour yeah, week. For sure. Uh, well, and also like, you know, comedy kind of the point is to make people laugh. <laughs> yeah. You can't be like, you know what? Uh, what's a good way of getting my activism out? I know. I'll start doing comedy. That's <laughs> well, the no, wrong no, no, order no, of operations. But it's a, a real order of operations that lots of people do. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. That is the order of operations for a lot of people, but it's the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, because I know if you're like a political guy or even something, well, it's like, what are you selling? It's like, really, they're selling their fucking politics opinions or their point of view on that. But it's like, if you're coming comedy, it's like, yeah, you have to have opinions on stuff. And I think you like people better when they have good opinions. But what you really are selling is like, how fucking funny is this guy? For sure. Even music, any musician who's an activist, they got famous first with their music. Yeah. Then they go, oh, I have this platform. I can do some Which activism. I have a responsibility. Or whatever. And I can use. do some activism. But nobody got famous on their like, I'm going to disagree with you there, dude. I think there is plenty of people. You're telling me if Sean King came out with a rap album right now, people wouldn't be like... No, no, no. I'm saying nobody came out of nowhere with an activism music thing where they go, that was their first thing that people know them and it's music activism because like I don't you don't think that there's some fucking girl right now band right now that was like the got popular being a I hate Trump band maybe I don't know I mean there's Pussy Riot but I think they got famous by fucking like being like protesting Putin and shit I think there's always been you know music and activism and music and activism in comedy I just don't think it's makes me laugh no and you go so that's why when we're talking about guys like Norm Macdonald you go that's a person that fucking 
you, he didn't talk about his personal life very much. Like he left everything kind of to the imagination. Like yeah. he just, the amount of discipline. I always kind of look at like discipline versus when I go, you ever been on Twitter where you go, fuck, I'd love to just fucking be like, fuck you loser. Yeah, but yeah. you go, you're not, be disciplined. You're, you're fucking, you're looking at, I'm looking at my computer, trying to write funny things, racking my brain. And you look at your Twitter, you're like, that'd be fun to fight with that guy for 30. You go, put your phone down, Ryan. Yeah. Put your fucking phone down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo! I mean, Norman's so crazy that he straight up was like, yeah, I'm just going to live tweet golf for the next two days. Yeah. He would straight up, you'd be like, what's going on with Norm's thing? And he'd just be live tweeting, like, uh, so not even funny. a major. <laughs> not even a major. Just like fucking. Yeah, he did like live He's like the travelers. He's like, I will tweeting. say that even the, well, you're, as you're saying the live tweet golf thing, and we'll wrap up on this, but there is a, there is another part of it where you go, if you are going to be the guy like the Patton Oswald, Jim Brewer, it's like, I will say the move is to do it later in life mm -hmm. after you've kind of made all the stuff you want to make. To some yeah, degree. you have to. And, and you know, we've obviously talked about this too and made this point, but like, yeah, there's one thing to be the activist when you're already like established in Hollywood and, you know, especially if you're on the right side, there's no real repercussions. No. Like some people will be like, fucking Pat Oswalt, like, I, I kind of liked him. The repercussions are you're less funny, but it's like, you're in the, you're, you're in the, you're already in the system. Whatever. Yeah. You're yeah. in the system. So it's like, yeah, you're not, nobody's, nobody's taking away your shows. If anything, you're getting more shit, like in terms of like acting gigs or whatever. Probably. Yeah. It's not hurting you. But when you're, but it's like, it's kind of a, I heard Bill Burr say this once and uh, I think he was in a thing with Russell Brand. He goes, there's nothing harder than getting popular a second time. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I kind of did that to some degree, but I was young enough the first time. But I, I do really agree with that because it's like, you get so out of touch like with the nuance of fucking what's happening and what the people that, you know, what's the shit that's cool right now. And what's, what's the shit that like fucking jazzes you up because you're old, right? It's like, it's like watching TikTok right now and you go, what do they like about, you know, mm -hmm. you, and right now we're old for some shit, but you may be in the pocket for some other shit and whatever. Right. So it's like, once you kind of lose your touch with that thing to do it again is like, it's you just become fucking the old guy. So I think as you get older, it's like, you go, all right, you know what? I'll be on one of these two sides and you don't have to think that much because you go, what do we like? Uh, vaccines. What do we not like? Abortion. Abortion <laughs> laws. And you go, got it. And then you just post the thing. You go, a fucking Texas abortion Yeah, all you laws. do is quote tweet news articles being like, can you believe yeah, this? Yeah, you go, fuck abortion <laughs> laws. Stop telling women what to do with their bodies. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Stop telling people. Stop telling people, women, what to do with their bodies. <laughs> Before we go, though, I want to do a shout out because we got a fucking badass Patreon this week. I got a pretty, uh, a pretty cool theme for this uh, week for the Patreon. If you guys want to follow at Patreon.com/slash/TheBoysCast. But shout outs to the people, the real dogs that have been joining the Patreon at the twenty or fifty dollar tiers. We got Justin Dongski. The Dongerino. Donger. The if he played hockey, he'd be fucking Donger. Oh, he'd definitely be Donger. Donger. Robert Robio. The fucking Robio. And then Rob. This ain't his first Robio. Ro Robot. 
44, Cardi went with a quirky name like Kanye West, Matthew Hoth, David Brantley, uh, Josh, one name. He doesn't fucking fuck with the next yes. name like that. William Cosby, so it's good to know that he's back out there supporting. <laughs> <laughs> I like the funny names on Patreon. That was actually the fucking, the, did you see the, the norm on... Uh, Speaking of Pat and Oswald, yeah. with comedians in cars with Seinfeld, and he goes, he goes, do you think uh, um, le- Cosby's legacy is tarnished? And and Seinfeld's like, yeah, I definitely do. And he goes, yeah, because uh, Pat and Oswald, he seems to think that uh, fuck, what is it? He's like his legacy. He goes, that's the worst thing is the hypocrisy. Yeah, that's yeah, the worst yeah, thing yeah. he did. And he goes, and I was like, I didn't think so. And he goes, why? He goes, oh, the rapes was the worst part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the worst part is the hypocrisy. <laughs> Uh, uh, Christopher Lee, Remy Castle, David Brantley, David Andrew, and DDR1050. So these are the people that are all fucking been supporting of the Patreon, which helps a lot and uh, helps pay for studio and all sorts of stuff and support the sponsors. This has been The Boys Cast. We appreciate you. Peace. Peace.